plane crashing in the sky. I could fly twice as high. Paper books are also books. <laughs> Reading Rainbow. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Ballin' Out. Super. Super. Do I do one too? Super. Yes. Everyone gets a super. While these two are acting out for company. Super. I'm your host, Jeremy Hammond. With me, as always, are my co-hosts, Katie Rose Leon. So good to be a tequila and a histamine deep at the Alex Patak Podcast Studios in Cat Sanctuary. <laughs> and Alex Patak. Flip a page. <laughs> <laughs> books. Stick them in your eyes. <laughs> it's a books episode for once. <laughs> One time we talk about them. We're oh. finally going to do a smart people episode. <laughs> oh my God, you guys watch prestige television? That's pretty cool. I'm like more of a reader. <laughs> <laughs> I read the novelization of The Sopranos. <laughs> Seinfeld? <laughs> not familiar. I was too busy reading Foucault. <laughs> the Lord of the Rings anime is far inferior to the manga. <laughs> <laughs> and returning guest this week. Pod King Chris Wade. Oh, hi everyone. I'm here too. King. What? King. King. That's flattering. King. That's you flatter me. King. Yes, uh, what does the Pod King evolve from in Pokemon? Oh, uh, uh, Nido Potterino. 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 Pod King. Podkip. Okay. Podkip. Sometimes they're a Pod Queen. Uh, yeah, it depends, yeah, it depends what stone they're holding when they evolve. Or Pokemon is one of the few games where you gotta watch their gender. <laughs> you pick it up. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised it hasn't been canceled for uh, doing gender so hard. Yeah, they have not backed down at all. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I have the new one. There's a love ball and it has rules. <laughs> Wait, a it, ball is a, a Pokeball that works only for heterosexual romance. Uh. Oh, man. In Pokemon catching. Actually, on the topic of, of, of gender, uh, so I was, <laughs> I was in St. Louis this weekend. On the topic of gender. I was, I was in St. Louis this weekend with, uh, with family, and uh, we were getting ready to play pool, and uh, my brother-in-law is like, oh, should we like split up uh, our teams by gender? I was like, you mean by sex? And then I didn't realize that his son was standing right there, his, his five- or six-year-old son, and he's like... What does that mean? Yeah. And then we didn't play pool. We spent a half hour talking about gender. Oh, I hope you turned your hat around backwards for that one, Jeremy. You um, actually, you five-year-old dumbass, there's a difference between sex and gender. I know you love your blue truck, but did you know it's oppressing you? This was this was to my brother-in-law, who is 40. <laughs> Ally ruined oh, holiday. son just overheard, yeah. and we were forced oh, to have a conversation. With, with him. Yeah. Okay, I don't feel bad about it. That. Uh, I thought you like schooled a little kid on. No, gender we just theory. had no other choice but to have this conversation. Yeah. In, in 2019, we're not playing pool; we're playing gender. <laughs> um, actually, it's called billiards. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's enough. Of that's that. enough. Of that. That's enough of that. So we've gathered here today to talk about the uh, um, podcast dynamo that is <laughs> read Ew. or die. Why is it? Did you say podcast dynamo? Oh, I meant anime. Anime dynamo. But it's just I don't know. What are we Dynamo sounds so sexual. I'm just trying to I mean this was weirdly sexual. Yeah. It was, yeah. So it was, in so, that way you know it was an anime. Yes. Can we talk to Chris about his experience with this anime? I know well, he's that's been what I was on trying to before. transition into, yeah. Is uh so we watched Read or Die. Yes. You're doing a good job as far as I'm concerned. Thank you. <laughs> I'm trying so hard. You're handling these segues just like a, like a roadster. My word. I'm just working, hugging the I'm working overtime here trying to make this work. <laughs> <laughs> so we watched Read or Die at your request. Yes. Tell us about uh, why you wanted to watch this and kind of what your background is. I believe the, is. the genesis of this is that I ran into Alex at a bar and <laughs> was like, hey, what's going on with with the pod? And he's like, we ran out of Dragon Ball. So uh, we're doing just the first episodes of different animes. And I immediately, uh, like like a, a sterling beacon from the back of my brain, shouted this up to the to my uh 
to my word hole. Uh, read or die. Read or die. He shouted, read or die. I would like to do read or die because this is something that I watched on the the OVA. It's like a 90 minute movie. That's like three episodes of this. I watched it on Adult Swim when I was like 14 at like two in the morning. And it was one of the first real animes, i.e. not like Pokemon. That not I, that Naruto uh, shit. Uh, dude, Naruto didn't even exist in this in this time. Uh, hey, we're about, all friends here. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, that, uh. that really like broke what anime was to me. And I've only seen it once like 17 years ago. But uh-huh. I keep having intrusive thoughts about it because it is like the in my mind, like the, the perfect introductory anime and in that it's got like bizarre plotting involving clones of historical figures and a insane superpower based around controlling paper with your mind and uh, big titty girls and uh, huge bazoombas and uh, fat swinging natties and and a a plot for world domination that involves forcing the whole world populace to hear Beethoven's lost death symphony by which everyone who listens to it will commit suicide so it really felt like it had that that kind of bizarre, otherworldly, like what the fuck is going on in this uh, element that that really you know set the stage for all animes that I would watch since, and okay. I wanted to watch it again. I'm gonna do my joke again. Talk about a death note. Yeah, Katie, better the second time. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my god, my song's playing. As but- Simon Cowell would say, this show has it. Um, I really relate to like seeing an anime in your past and having no context for it but just being burned in your memory yes, forever. Yeah, exactly. Do any of you guys have a show like that? Ooh. That like you remember seeing in passing and you haven't seen since but you're like it's just like The Who's That Girl of Animes? Kinda. <laughs> and who's that and you might only you might only Me too! Yeah, Blue, Blue Sub, Sub 6. 6. It sucks because I found it recently. <laughs> uh-huh. No bueno. But uh, in my yeah. mind's memory something about the whole like end of the world boat Something yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the sexy mutant fish ladies yeah, just in my a, mind. They forever. had a big marketing effort around it on Toonami, as I recall, where they like made a whole big thing out of like we're finally airing it. The legend, <laughs> the legend, the myth, Blue Sub Six on Earth from the vault. Uh, no, but and I feel like especially for anime and especially for English or American audiences, trying to reverse engineer those things because you might just have an image in your head but then like trying to locate that backwards because you can't just google like uh dragon that is a castle also sexy (laughs) try to find the origin of of some of these like uh you know out of context images honestly i think in this day and age though if you dig fast long enough you could probably find it Mm because you just keep getting more and more specific with your work Anime, comma, sexy fuckable castle. <laughs> I, I don't think that that's going to be specific enough. <laughs> it uh, does sound like you're just describing a dream. Yeah. For a Horny lot of paper dragon. Yes. <laughs> I was a Saves famous author airplane. and everyone was trying to stop me. <laughs> um, uh, Alex, do you have a past anime that's burned in your brain? Yes, Big O. Never saw it. What the fuck's going on over there? For how much we reference it on this show. you never seen it? No, I think it's a funny name, but I'm not going to stop referencing it. I've just never seen it. A a Big O is another one. I mean, so much of this is, is, and to their credit, uh, like how much Adult Swim, like put all this stuff, Adult Swim and Tsunami put all this stuff in front of people of a certain age. Platforming these marginalized animes. (laughs) Uh, Yes. So Big O is a good thing. I don't know what the running joke here is about Big O, but like, that is one of those things where the way they would advertise Big O is like, am I supposed, am I supposed to know what this is? You know, like they would just say the name over and over yeah, again. They'd, they'd be like, like Big, Big, o. O. Big O, Big O, Big O. It's like, like that Big commercial o. that's like, like uh, Big O. That's like, what is that? Rub on, apply directly to the forehead. Rub on, apply, uh, <laughs> head on. Uh, but it's like an anime. I'm like, do, do, does everybody else know what Big O is? Do like I, the marketing department it? was like, we just gotta say the name. Maybe They're going to get pumped. They know what it is. Everyone's so when they hear Big O. <laughs> that O, it's so big. I guess I want to watch so it. Big. We're getting wow. a lot of feedback about people wishing the O's were larger. Just give them the name. Just yeah. tell them what it is. Now, these kids are just old enough to figure out what cum means. <laughs> they are going to love Anime Batman. <laughs> it's interesting for how burned in everyone's mind that show, at least title-wise, is that they uh, have made no effort to reproduce it on any sort of Blu-ray yeah. or anything. Big O. Big O. Big yeah. O. If Big I wanted, if Big I, O. If I, Big woke, o. <laughs> if I woke up tomorrow and was like, I gotta watch some Big O, would I be able to? It's You can't find it anywhere. Big No. And I find it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Not available. Big well, no. That's kind of a, a funny. <laughs> si- <laughs> well, that's actually a good segue to this because I so I like drunkenly shouted uh, shouted at Alex. Read or die. Read or die, read or die. And then we got to today, cut to today, the day we're supposed to do this, and I go looking for it, and it <laughs> does not exist. Yeah, I can't find this show, man. I'm <laughs> I like it's wrote not it called down. Read or Die, it turns out. It's called ROD. And yeah. I know what you're thinking. You type in ROD and you find it. No. You absolutely need to put you need periods. The periods between the Otherwise, letters. Otherwise, they're not going to know. They're going to yeah. think you mean rod. To yeah. be fair, I think that's just more of an indictment of uh, Crunchyroll's shitty uh, interface. True. Yeah, yeah. That's Get true. Get it together, Do better. Also, I thought VRV was a subsidiary. Why isn't it on both? Well, you, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. Why isn't it on both? They I do have rocket power on VRV, which I suggested we watch. I do feel like we've captured the energy of the initial ask, which was Chris being drunk and then me being very sick at a bar and <laughs> him being like, read or die. Me being like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that I browbeat you into doing this. <laughs> no, I haven't. I've, it turned out to be a fantastic choice. Yeah. Read or die. Because we've been watching a lot of these anime pilots and has been uh, discussed on recent episodes. None of them explain what the show is <laughs> yeah. by the end of it. It is. I, I get a little like sick schadenfreude, though, from like doing a show that like specific people like. And because the first episode sucks, just being like, fuck this show. And having yeah. everyone be like, no, but you have to watch the, the 40 episodes. I'm like, not going to do yeah. it. Sucked. There is like a twisted joy in going in the discord and seeing somebody from like a few days ago being like, they're covering my favorite show. And then being like, what the fuck? We're going to say <laughs> we hate it. Uh, Naruto is not just about him fucking sexy versions of himself. <laughs> As is the entire first episode. No, at this point, uh, I have zero patience for anybody who's like a hardcore fan of something and tells me that I need to watch or consume any amount more than the bare minimum. Like if I don't watch a TV show and am interested in it like the first 10 minutes, it's bad. It's not a good show. And then you being like, well, I've got like Stockholm syndrome into watching 40 episodes of this and around episode 35, it started to pick up. Right, like people like, you have to watch Succession. Okay, block out the weekend. That's Succession now. Yeah, you know what? The first season of Succession, mediocre at best. I'm yeah. agonizing, like dragging myself like a, like across concrete to finish it because I hear season two gets uh, good. And who, you know what? Not worth it. The thing is, it does, but you don't have to at all. You don't. Yeah, I just make your choices, King. Thing <laughs> is, like, it, it might even be good, like things that people like enthusiastically tell me, but anyone that's like, you have to, what? You haven't seen this? You ha-? And I'm like, I'm 31 years old. I don't have to do shit. <laughs> I am a grown woman cons- and I will read or die. <laughs> <I'm-> <laughs> There's a. <laughs> Does anyone keep thinking of Puff Daddy? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Uh-huh. Vote or die. Okay, I was just talking about this on uh, my show about music, because we did a Radiohead episode. And like, <laughs> my thing about Radiohead is <laughs> like. <laughs> Is that I'm like I've listened to the main Radiohead albums. I've listened all the way through to to like whatever Hell to the Thief and OK Computer, or like uh, whatever the, the big bends? ones are, the Bends, and I'm like, this, you know what? This isn't for me. And anytime I tell that to a Radiohead f- fan, they're like, oh. all right. Uh, well, here's the thing. So there's an unreleased B-side uh, post-OK Computer era that I think you would really vibe with. Now, I just oh. have to go get a tape and deck and play it for you. Yeah, I'm like, no. forever. I, I listen uh, to enough forever, Radiohead yeah, to make it. Radiohead has one good song. Uh, <laughs> my f- When I still had Facebook, like once a year, I would just go on there and purposely be like, Radiohead sucks, and if you think they're good, you're wrong to just see who I needed to mute. <laughs> and then just unfriend everyone yeah, who like, replies yeah. to it. Tom York replied. Yeah. <laughs> well, unfriended. If he was just, friends with me to begin with, that's his mistake. Listen, you can like Radiohead, but I'm just never going to agree. I'm never going to respect you. <laughs> Katie's like, I met Tom York at a Puke Bros show in 2004. <laughs> Oh, no, Tom York ain't never met my ass because he's too busy crying in his mansion. Oh, oh, oh You are never oh. welcome on the show, Tom. Never. Just, Tom Go York, home, Tom. I'm sorry. I just like Tom York thinks he's like, he so badly wants to be Trent Reznor and he's never going to be <laughs> Trent Reznor. The, he's not sexy or interesting. The, vir- the virgin Tom York to the Chad, uh, Trent Reznor. Hey, <laughs> hey, Tom, what's Facebook sound like? Oh, wait, no one wants to hear your interpretation of that. Uh, Hey, Tom York, uh, uh, Chad Banksy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, so what's the Radiohead of anime then? 
Ooh. Oh, there, there definitely is one too. There Hold surely on. is. Yeah, it's the 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 the, the, the widely considered uh, the, oh. what what the masses would consider the the perfect gene most genius yeah, but it also one has and to be to anime yeah. Yeah. but it also has to be pretentious yeah. yeah exactly it has to be a like capital i important God, to anime. my first is thought it, is, is it Evangel- cowboy bebop is it i was going to say is it evangelion no because oh. i think um Evangelion actually has like a story to it that's worth <laughs> investigating but i do think people get weird about it it might mm. be evangelion I, my first thought was death note Mm, uh, I think it needs to be artsier. You might be right. Death Note is very wearing glasses. <laughs> <laughs> of I, a show. I, I do have to say, so I did watch Evangelion when it. I've had a very anime fall. Uh, Congratulations! Thank you. I've been. I watched all of Evangelion. I've been diving back into Miyazaki. Although is that even really anime? That's just more like good cartooning. And then I also saw <laughs> that's good cartooning. If it's, it's from Japan, it's uh, anime. And I also I went to an honest to god anime screening in a uh, in a. Movie theater. I saw Promare. Are you guys familiar with this? The Is French anime. You guys hear about this? Is that the this horny firefighter yeah, movie? Yeah, the horny firefighters. Yeah. Yes. You see, oh, he yeah. sees a fire. He's trying the, to the, studio, yeah. studio trigger yeah. made. Uh, no, because there's a horny firefighter show, but that's not what it is. Oh, this it's is, a different one. This is different. It's by Studio uh, Studio Trigger. Did it? Yeah, yeah. And their animation's amazing. And, and the story was dumb as shit. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking. I love all their stuff. It's it was like, did you see it in theaters, Katie? Because you probably didn't get it all if you didn't see it in theaters. Mm, you didn't really see it how they intended. Yeah, they intended it to be in a I, large format. I will format. say uh, <laughs> it was it was dumb as hell, but a very fun theater going experience because the animation was uh, out of control. Yeah. But going back to Eva, the last two episodes of Evangelion are two of the funniest things that I have ever seen. Okay. I, I know that those are supposed to be the things that sell it as like an all-time classic and like like the exploration of persona and like the psychoanalyst that, but just like the, the, the head in ass like are like so much of uh, the, the feeling of like a guy be, guy you've met recently being like, so I just started going to therapy. Let me yes. tell you about it. <laughs> yes. And the thing too is you 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 watch it and then you like uh, read the uh, uh, supplementary materials of like oh they ran out of a budget so yeah. it's kind of a workaround. But then watching it, you you could just probably be like oh they ran out of their budget. <laughs> this is not the real ending of the show. <laughs> this is a real workaround happening. Yeah. Um. Congratulations. There is like a thing to anime where it gets like very highfalutin psychosomatic where you're like. Man, you guys just like didn't talk to anyone. <laughs> you just should have talked to someone. You're just locked away in a <laughs> fucked up animation sweatshop for just a year. Yeah. yeah. Have y'all seen the second season of Death Note? Because Is it changes when, the uh, entire thing. That's after L gets killed and and it's like the little kids now. Uh no. So Death Note has the the first 26 episodes of him like uh, doing his grand adventure. I won't spoil it, uh, mm-hmm. uh, but he has the Death Note that kills people and the police are after him. And the second one is like the de- he's been doing the Death Note for a year and just killing everyone he doesn't like and it works and is good. It's, yeah, it's yeah, essentially yeah. been like loves him. By the way, first uh season not critical. Fascism is good <laughs> and uh he's the only one who can make it happen. And now press play. <laughs> 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 and it changes the entire context of the whole thing. It's it's like a it's when you find out the person at the party describing Radiohead to you is like very full of shit all at once. It's good. <laughs> I, I highly recommend. Oopsie well, daisy. Who would be like the musical equivalent of that where it's like you thought like they, they have this kind of like air of importance to them and this sort of like uh, uh, like intelligent uh, seeming th- but then like it turns out that they're kind of fash. A lot of Morrissey. People. Morrissey. Morrissey. Yeah, Morrissey. It's the Smiths of, of anime. Yes, good. <laughs> Morsi opens up the the death note, going, "I'm so sorry." <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if he he had existed like even a decade later, Morsi would have been, or like been born even a decade later, Morsi would have been really into anime. Yes, yeah, yes, he has like yes, a, uh-huh. a, a, an anime susceptible personality. He loves animals. Emo, emo, <laughs> deeply like emo people are very susceptible to anime. Yeah, there's mm. a lot of feelings and. 
colors. <laughs> <laughs> there are feelings and colors. Do yeah, you feel that way, listener? Write in. <laughs> uh, I would love to watch a uh, Smith's anime that's just populated by all the characters and uh, visuals of uh, Smith's song. So, you know, it'd be like Joan of Arc with the melting Walkman mm-hmm. and the Vicar and the Tutu and uh, uh, the, a punctured bicycle on a lonely hill. Like, that sounds like an anime opening, right? You can just see it with, like, the pouring rain on. Yeah. And a hair cutter that's just so busy, busy. <laughs> it kind of looked like JoJo. Yeah, it would look like JoJo. Like Morrissey kind of looks like JoJo a little bit. Mm. I have to do some Googling, but uh, I, I, I'm supportive of my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I bet the Google for Morrissey anime is very fertile. Oh, I'm doing it now. Let's, do, let's take a moment. It doesn't all have to all be about content creation. Sometimes <laughs> it's just about Googling Morrissey anime. We spent so much things. time on the most recent uh, two minutes episode uh, searching uh, Family Guy Watchmen. <laughs> I bet that's awesome. There's I, so much. There's so much. <laughs> I Googled Mandalorian porn for an episode three hours ago, and it was not nearly as inventive as you'd hope. Well, it's it's only been a few weeks. That there's a still time. Yeah, you uh, give it a few, give it a month from now. We need uh, armor population. Funko Pop. Yeah, well, that's, that's anime adjacent. That's not. Yeah. That's nothing. I mean, there's a lot of like. Uh, there's nothing here. There's a lot of fan art type <laughs> shit here. That's like, like this, that's, is, uh, this that's, is pretty fantastic. Yeah, that's pretty uh, anime. Uh, it's this is a picture of uh, of an anime Morrissey with the widest neck on his sweater I've ever seen <laughs> on a sweater, uh, and it just falls down over his shoulder. That's cute. Okay. <laughs> what were we talking about? Does this answer a question somebody had at some point? <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know. Can we talk about the show soon? We should Pretty talk soon, about yeah. it. Hey, what's going on? It's Boston Goofy from the hit movie Goofy Movie and all the other fun fucking movies. That's right. I'm good friends with Mickey Mouse. My son is a dog. We're one of the only dogs who talk. Pluto can't talk because he's the wrong kind of Irish. I just wanted to clear that up and say a few other things while I'm here. Uh, number one, subscribe to the Patreon. Patreon.com slash BOSpod, okay? For $5 a month, you get a bonus episode every week. You can't beat it. In addition, for $7 a month, you're not going to fucking believe this. And I was in Fantasia. For $7 a month, you can vote on what episode those weebs are going to watch this week. I mean... You don't get a fucking better deal than that. I do hate crimes and I'm goofy, and that's like kind of the whole thing I do. Now, had anybody heard of this aside from Chris? No. No. Read or die? Never. Never I've heard of reading. (laughs) I've heard heard of dying. (laughs) Katie. Well, this. I don't mean to brag. But I've heard of reading. <laughs> it's called reading with stakes, and that's what the show brings. Um, I have a point by point breakdown here, and going in, I don't know what I expected, but uh, this I will say before we start was probably like the most complete pilot of a show yeah. we've watched. Since like, we I don't started know watching where things. the show is going to go necessarily, but at the very least, this episode like left me with no questions. Right, like you got what's going to happen, uh-huh. which, regardless of what it is. Which I'm glad of, because when we found out we couldn't watch the, the thing that I knew, which I knew was insane and would be fertile ground for this, I was like, oh man, so this show is derived from it, but you, you don't know what to expect from these things. I really thought there was a chance when we started this that the entire episode would be about like a failing author traveling to another country to try to do a book tour to sell more units on her book. Which I would watch! I would watch that, yeah. I was actually kind of looking forward to where that was going to lead. I'm not upset with where it went, right? but I was ready for what we thought it was going to be. Well, that's the thing, is the fun tone that animes have. You're kind of like, whatever this is, I'll watch it. But at the same time, you don't want it to be too approachable. Like, I don't want it to be like the sad open mic comedian anime because that's too close but successful author I'll watch that but also you know you could do that if it was like you, is there a name for this the, the like whole world is about one thing like one of the cooking animes or like Yuri on Ice where like everyone in the entire world is bent around the one thing <laughs> everyone has a bit yeah exactly <laughs> so it's like you know the world where everybody does like publishing battles and they you know they like meet in the bookstore and be like ah your 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 uh your your debut novel only moved sixteen thousand units in the opening week. Ha! <laughs> Not even enough to get onto the uh the the bestseller list. I would like it to be really dry and just informational, <laughs> about publishing numbers. Yeah, 
Just like, you know, basic economics of book publishing in, in a modern world. Senpai landed a gig with Random House. <laughs> we have to respect their technique. Um, talking about the, the open mic comedian anime before, uh, real quick, uh, what do you get when you cross a kawaii individual <laughs> with a society that's baka? <laughs> <laughs> Date bio. <laughs> You know, I feel like a lot of open mic comedians, whether they're cognizant of it or not, see themselves as an anime hero because they're just like out here speaking the truth against the odds with their mighty sword. That is yeah, how just, I see it just for sure. Me walking mic to mic with my gigantic sword on my back. <laughs> a sword called the truth. Stay leaving, tuned. leaving after my set with. The whole village asking questions. Where did that mysterious scar come from? <laughs> Can I pay you? No, I re- refuse your payment. Again, I would love to see an open mic sets animated in that style with, like, you know, the cuts to the audience of being like, oh, his, his technique is unreal. <laughs> Nobody has ever landed a punchline like that before. Will he be able to do it? And it cuts back to the guy being like, being like, no, my wife. <laughs> this Never observation. Have I seen a stool so thoroughly humped. <laughs> Yeah, he's get, he's getting the red light, but he keeps going. He's using legendary swiping technique. <laughs> Especially the, the seeing the red light and keeping going as like an act of bravery. Look at him; he doesn't care what the club thinks. He's never coming back. He's running the light. I've never seen someone run the light by this long. Look how mad! <laughs> Look how mad the Booker is. He'll never meet Sam Marill now. <laughs> He runs it by five minutes and the Booker's head explodes like in Riccio. <laughs> Talk about oh Fist of the North Star. It do be like that. All right, let's go. Let's go. Okay, so I will say I didn't... It was hard to capture the first five seconds of this show because it's all in black and white and uh, uh, confusing on purpose. Yeah. Where it's a bunch of girls being like, tomorrow, the day of forever. But you promised me... Blood never yeah, forgets, or whatever. A, like, it's, it's, it's impossible to summarize for you. It's a montage in black and white where there's paper falling from the sky, where there's silhouettes of the girls in various positions doing poetry to introduce the show. Yeah, but you're seeing it, and you're thinking, nice. <laughs> I don't know what this is, but it's cool. I can't wait for these deep, ambiguous emotional conflicts to get resolved. <laughs> oh, you have emotions? I have emotions. Keep reading, dear listener. Weird. Um, we're at an airport and, um, a nice lady is saying goodbye to a male figure. We don't know their relations. Maybe they're dating. Maybe he is some kind of coworker, but he is chewing on a pen the wrong way. And that's a bit of fun. (laughs) (laughs) That's what happens in that scene. They did put a, we watched it on, uh, Crunchyroll. Yes. Crunchyroll.com. Crunchyroll.com. Uh, put a uh, uh, commercial cut right when he bites the pen, and so we all thought he was ripping a vape. Yeah, it did seem like he was like blowing huge clouds, and then that was the point of the scene. But actually, it was just a strangely positioned commercial. Um, so the, this woman gets on a plane and and uh, boards the plane, and she gets on. She arrives in China and meets her her uh, greeter, who's named Michelle Chan. <laughs> and we find out the author's name is Nene. Not Nene. You're going to want to say Nene. That's yeah. not it. It's Nene. Whip, whip, and Nene. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I, I, I would like to say that they have interactions and the author, Nene, is supposed to be the main focus, and I found her greatly unlikable. Katie did not like Nene. Yeah, she made well, that abundantly I, clear. I think I was just confused. Like, I know she's supposed to be like professional, but okay. So this show's super gay, right? <laughs> yes. But uh, the compass is really interesting because I think what the gay I, compass. I think they were trying to make her read as having masculine behaviors. Right. But instead, she just kind of seemed like a tool to me. Yeah, and you have to read or die. (laughs) Read or die, read or die, motherfucker, read or die. That's exactly it. Um, Um, But yeah, I mean, I think they definitely like try to spell it out for you later on, especially where they're like, she's very masculine. What a man like lady. (laughs) But like the part of the problem, I think also is that it's in Japanese and subtitled and like we're always going to lose some amount of that as. And then uh, the other problem is the camera keeps eye fucking her the entire (laughs) time. (laughs) 
certainly it's like help. positioned under her boob and is like, this lady is masculine. And you're like, sure. But there's just like little like things like that that we'll never really pick up on very well. Like they do a word play when we first meet her where like uh, Michelle Chan. Yes. Uh, Michelle Michelle Chan. Michelle Chan wrote the sign as like, na, na, na. And she's like, my name's nay, 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 not, na, na, na. And she's like, yes, yes, yes. And you're like, I don't get, get, yeah. get this Let's over, call the man. whole thing off. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but, but the, we established the tone for the show because Michelle Chan, the first thing she says, I'm Michelle Chan. I'm your assistant. My favorite book series is Harry Potter, which, as Jeremy pointed out, is an international symbol for I have a baby's brain. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she's uh, immediately. I'm a big dumb idiot. <laughs> yeah, across, across nations and culture that is immediately re- read, read as, oh, this person is a ditz. And this is a dunce. <laughs> this a, is a dunce worthy of she, none of your time. <laughs> she is a, uh, she is in fact a fake book girl. Yeah. <laughs> In the industry, we call them Hufflepuffs. Hey, folks, <laughs> hit that, slam that subscribe button. <laughs> uh, Michelle, Tran- Michelle Chan introduces Nay 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 to her sister Maggie, the driver. Maggie is uh, not; she's it's not a blonde. Butch dream. Yeah, she's a butch dream. She's, she's tall, tall. She's slumped over. She dumb. blushes a lot. She's she's very sweet. She's tall and quiet. And sweet. And ter- yeah. terrible posture. Yeah. Terrible, terrible posture. posture. Uh, that's Strong my waifu. Vibe. <laughs> Strong vibe of uh, mid-series Shane from the L Word. Um, I guess, yeah. yeah like mid-se- mid-series when she has like kind of like the semi-long hair. Yeah, I, I guess I could see that. <laughs> they but, say right away, Maggie's favorite uh, author is Ernest Hemingway. So you're like, Butch, one. Butch. This yes. one's Butch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she likes guns and your family dying in a plane crash. Yeah. Butch. <laughs> Talk about a farewell to arms. You can't tell, but I'm doing a fisting thing right now. <laughs> Let the listener note, Katie is fisting. All right, Sorry, you two. Can, All right. I, I'm too busy playing my sex. Hey, settle down, you two. Um, so we get in the car. This is when we understand Nay 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 is a famous writer. Um, and she is traveling to China, where she is not from, but uh, she's doing something as part of she, her book She's tour. very imperialistically attempting to sell her book there. Yeah, she's trying to form the greater uh, East Asian co-prosperity sphere of books. Yes. <laughs> this will become important later. Yes. Also, it will explain her behavior in Nanking. Um <laughs> <laughs> so she goes to her hotel. They've only been in the car for like five minutes and uh, they pull up outside and a room like 10 stories up from them explodes and debris starts falling everywhere and it's- Maggie fucking kicks in the gear. She fast yeah. and furious I right out there. I need to like, emphasize, it was like a huge explosion yeah, at the top massive. of a building, like real uh, 9-11 post-traumatic shit flashing before my eyes, chunks of concrete and mm-hmm. twisted steel. It was like 9-11 in some ways and then not in other ways. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was so gnarly that when they cut to the next scene at the police station, uh, Alyssa said, oh my God, they made it? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, real real drama in this, real uh, action. Yeah. But this is where uh, the main character, Nene's uh, assholeness comes together because they're effectively in a meeting where her publisher is like, look, you got uh, almost blown up in a terrorist attack. We don't think we should do this book signing tonight. <laughs> yeah, it's and probably she, not worth it. I and she is like, absolutely the fuck not. The book signing goes on. It's not about safety. It's not about other people. It's not even about reasonable use of police. It is about my personal pride. Right. There are teen girls out there who need to read about these mermaids with dicks. <laughs> yeah, like the whole city is under siege. Yeah. There was a giant explosion that put probably hundreds if not thousands of people in physical risk and I she's also, like people need to go to this Barnes and Noble yeah. if this happened in a real city, city like the entire transportation infrastructure would be shut down the the, the the airport would be closed. Yeah. Uh, you We're know, voting both open. Like the national guard would be it would be brought in, and like it would be complete lockdown. And she's ma'am, like, the book signing must go on. Ma'am, cancel your book tour. <laughs> oh, it, it's uh at the police station that they find the note from the terrorist and. Uh, 
uh, he uh, apparently is very upset with her as a Japanese woman. And I wrote it down. The nationalism comes up a lot in this. Uh, the bomb had a note on it that says uh, something along the lines of, uh, you sophomoric Japanese bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so they know it's not just a general explosion at her hotel. And yes. it's about her shit book. Yes. Her imperialist her race. Yeah, her imperialist uh, uh, young adult fiction. <laughs> trying to colonize the minds of you sophomoric Japanese bitch writing about this post-apocalyptic world where you need to Hamilton rap to survive. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, we never get any indication of what her book actually is or is about. So I, I was really enjoying imagining it was over some like a uh, like an eat pray. She wrote style, hung- yeah. like, she wrote Hunger Games. Yeah, <laughs> she um, wrote like a, a like a Nora what's her face type like airplane novel that you read where it's like about a widow that moves to a bitch town to yeah. just yeah. like reinvent herself and fuck the hardware store guy. <laughs> the new, she just can't figure out how to farm. And there's like a cell of, of Chino nationalist terrorists being like, this cannot stand. <laughs> <laughs> this- Women have to learn how to farm. <laughs> This sleepy New England town has secrets? (laughs) (laughs) No! (laughs) Fun fact, I will read the shit out of one of those books on a plane. I love it so much. So many chunky sweaters. (laughs) (laughs) Japanese Stephen King. (laughs) This is a fun, very racist character to embark on. Uh, too bad there's no time for that. We'll just, just have to keep going. Um, so she refuses to be scared right away because the police chief is like, Miss, you are going to be for sure blown up. And she's like, I love books. <laughs> and uh, Michelle Chan stands up in the meeting and is like, it is impossible to think of you as a woman. You are so brave. <laughs> that is a quote I wrote down <laughs> because of how brave she is. So she stays in the city. They go back home to Michelle Chan's house. She, of course, lives in the Three Sisters Detective Agency. The three sisters being her, Maggie, the driver, and her youngest sister, Anita, who is just like a, a scamp, like a girl scamp. Yeah. She, they open the door to the apartment and a um, hundred books fall out and Anita surfs in on them and goes, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> everybody. Catch a book wave. <laughs> whoa, a, a wave of learning. Hang 10 pages, that is. <laughs> I would just say it seems to be a very dangerous living situation. Yeah. It does, for sure. I, you know, I uh, w- when I was living in Portland, my bookshelf broke and uh, I'm just like a stupid bitch. So uh, I just stacked all my books up on on top of each other and got a new bookshelf and just refused to build it for six months. And uh, also weed was legal, so uh, often I would find myself covered in books. Uh, and it hurt a lot. In a way, weed is a book. <laughs> anyway, a boy came and built it. <laughs> Eventually. Shout I'm a out. feminist. <laughs> it does make you think, though, that if the... What was the setup in their room where when you open the front door, a yeah. hundred books and a yeah. girl fall out? Uh-huh. What happened it's, in there? It's a very Collier Brothers uh, situation inside their apartment. Uh, well, so we later... Uh, we can't get too far ahead, but don't we do get later too far find ahead. out that they can like, Watch generate yourself. paper from their magic powers. So what if she was in there generating books? Well, no, I think they control the paper. I think oh, they, they just need, like, carry it around. I think they need pre-existing paper. Jeremy, cut this spoiler part. <laughs> it's too far we're advanced. All of, we're all of four minutes from revealing this plot. We don't want to spoil this huge turn. Um, so they have a three sisters conference and they're like, let's take care of nay, nay, nay. Break. Three sisters break. And they all go to sleep and uh, everyone puts on their gown and blows out a candle and uh, they look around in the middle of the night as sisters often do and they <laughs> notice... Where is Nene? She's not in the bunk bed we put her in. Once again, this woman completely unconcerned that there was a large scale terrorist attack. <laughs> Somebody wants it because target- of her specifically. She's just like, I'm gonna go for a walk. It'll be fine. <laughs> Check out these dark winding alleys. I hear so much about. <laughs> I mean, it was. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the true masculine energy the, there just being yeah. like yeah, I'll be fine I'll just, just go a out nice little wander through I'll the dark go. ass alley the, the relationship between all these orgs <laughs> nothing yeah. happens here <laughs> I mean it's it's also funny that the, the the meeting we described earlier is is unclear whether it is 
her publisher that she's talking to or the actual cops. Right. Who are like, uh, you shouldn't do this this book. Yeah. <laughs> but either way, they uh, they release her into the custody of three amateur detectives. Right. Yeah. They Very have, suspicious. Like, hand-drawn cards yes. and yeah. like live-in squalor. <laughs> they put her in a bunk bed and assume it's fine. And then she is immediately like, I'm not scared of the triads. Yes. <laughs> I mean, again, if, if this a terrorist attack had happened in real life, America would be bombing a foreign nation by, uh, like, by the time that she goes to bed that night. <laughs> Yemen would be destroyed yeah, exactly. <laughs> in response. Uh, so she's out wandering the streets. There's like a monsoon happening. It's a ton of rain and all the girls are out looking for her in the middle of the night. And she's just looking at the window of a bookstore being like, damn, I used to love books. <laughs> <laughs> it's as if I no made part. my hobby my job and I'm trapped. Uh, I'm trapped here. I'm books tra- have become a prison. Anyway, please subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> I feel like the Katie Rose Lee on of books. She says that. <laughs> That's something she says in in the show. She says it, yeah. Um. So the, they take her back from the rain. Anita has a real bonding moment with her where they're like, it's funny that you like books because I love being a sister detective. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's... We're not so different, you and I. <laughs> and then she's like... uh. I had a friend who loved books, and then she went away, and she never told me what she thought of my book, and she was a lady. And she was a woman. (laughs) And I'm on my way to see her. Uh, But... And she's like, ooh, lady. I'm just saying, I do appreciate how gay the show is. So many ladies blushing at each other. So yes. many ladies. But there's also a lot of like looking into camera and being like, ooh, a lady. Yeah. <laughs> Where well, are we you know, at it's the anime. Mo- I'm going to take these table scraps. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we at the Muji store? <laughs> no, Folks. At any time, one of the sister detectives, other than uh, Ed, the 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 youngest one who is uh, Anita, which is who is the Ed, Ed character. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. she even it's looks like Ed. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it's like the sa- the same thing. Copy paste. Uh, the <laughs> other two older ones, whenever uh, they look at Nene, they like cannot talk or and like you know do the anime blushes. It's it's very uh, above the table. What, what's going on here? Which I also appreciate. Very. I feel like that's not something you see that often. Kawaii. <laughs> <laughs> So then, <laughs> a word, a word. Hi. <laughs> the next thing we see is the word "kill" typed five thousand times in a row, as to let you know trouble is afoot. Uh-huh. Oh no, it's not trouble. It's just waffles stepped on the kill button. <laughs> my, my cat is on the kill keyboard. It does make you think if your computer had a kill keyboard, how fast you could type it. Uh, so there, she's at a book signing the next day after the police told her not to There's do it. There's helicopters. Oh yes. <laughs> At the uh, Barnes and Noble. Yeah. Full helicopter protection, a squad unit. Four helicopters. Hosted in the, in the Barnes and Noble. It's crawling with cops yeah. who I guess aren't doing anything. No, because we're there four seconds before her first guess is like, yeah, I'd like you to sign my bomb. <laughs> 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 also, in one of the establishing shots outside, we see a double-decker tram. Just wanted to point it out. Yeah, <laughs> good train. Oh, good train. we forgot to point out, Jeremy was very upset about the airport. Right. It made no sense. <laughs> this is huge. No when sense they, at all. When they pulled in, Jeremy had to uh, protest the airport uh, specifically in that it, the layout was inefficient. It w- it's not even inefficient. It just doesn't make sense. Where do you enter? It's too... Uh, anyway, so the guy We'll get to this at bomb. the end, but the... <laughs> This we guy do, has a bomb, is our point. We do the infrastructure review. <laughs> he opens his book for her to sign, and there's a bomb inside in handcuffs, which he puts on her wrist and says, don't move, it's a bomb. <laughs> and then he gives her a pen with a ball in the middle, and says, if you tilt it to one side, it's a bomb, and you'll explode. And she's like, what? And it's he's like, like, it's uh, like a mini game. He's like, you're not going to be able to use your regular Switch controller. You're going to have to get the Switch out of the dock. You're going to have to put the thing in, because you're going to have to use the gyroscope inside of it to do this. It's like... One of those toys with the marble in it you give to the kid in the backseat of a road trip when you're broke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, I don't know. You like, uh, you do, you like Wooly Willy? Or you yeah. Thing <laughs> you love f- putting hair on his face. <laughs> oh, I like this thing with a marble in it. What the <laughs> fuck do you want? It's a maze, pirate themed. Uh, and this is when the show kicks into high gear because it is revealed incredibly suddenly that the three sisters all can t- have incredible powers of telekinesis able to control uh 
paper with their minds. Just to, books. A, to an incredible extent for three people who live in a shitty basement apartment running an amateur yeah, detective agency. Like, yeah, like one made like a vortex of books. One was making like a bow and arrow out of a book. There was like a, a There's book, a book dog. Wolf. It was a book, book wolf. wolf. Like, book wolf, yeah. the, the To the extent of their book powers... In this universe, yeah. they could absolutely like defeat Iron Man. They or were something. button yeah. smashing and things were blowing up, and I'm just like, it seems like they, yeah, they yeah. should be making more money. They need like a business manager to be like, look, we, you need a better, you need a better strategy at monetizing this talent. <laughs> Have you considered turning the books into money? <laughs> <laughs> now, if if I remember correctly, it's she makes the book bow and arrow, shoots the bomb out of the guy's hand into the mouth of the book wolf. Who jumps out the window with it and it explodes? And then the third one creates a book shield on the window, it right? Makes so a that, book shield yeah. comes in. because the terrorist was like, "I'm Chinese and I hate the Japanese <laughs> yes. for writing their books." Oh no, he's got a book that he yeah. wrote, he really- and he's like, "Nobody pays attention to my cool YA novel." <laughs> <laughs> Yes, this is, uh, this is effectively a, a terrorism over over uh, scene drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody pays attention to my short series about the commission. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder what that is? So does everyone. <laughs> it's a high school for vampires. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he's knocked on his ass from uh, the bomb and uh, the book wolf, and they get him. <laughs> <laughs> Book Wolf is so good. Uh, that, that was the third wolf after uh, Guitar Wolf, Bass Wolf, and Drum Wolf, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> anyway, these uh, these girl detectives, they really got their thing going. Uh, so they've saved Nene, and the book tour is saved. I'm sure everyone else still pulled up to get their signing after that. Honestly, yeah. probably really bumped her sales, being like, holy shit, that, whoa, that author got saved by book magic? <laughs> That must be some hell of a book. <laughs> it's definitely safe. There's a book wolf there. Yeah, the first thing we find out in episode two that the PR guy actually knew about all this, and he's like, yes, boost the sales. You go get your wolf out there, love. It's the only way to move copies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's posh. <laughs> Nobody cares about a gay Japanese author. What they want is a book wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it was five, ten years ago. You could sell, you could sell a YA novel, and it just being a gay Japanese YA star. No, now you need a book wolf. <laughs> literally, I can't do yeah. it. Literally, literally, you literally need a book wolf. <laughs> wolf. <laughs> if you want to make it two days in this town, you must have a book wolf. <laughs> Okay, keep going. I met Stephen King, and trust me, love, you know Stephen King. I met Japanese Stephen King. <laughs> and trust me, Datei Bayo. I have to leave. <laughs> Stephen King. That's okay, so all right. Uh, so uh, they do Shit. the bomb. Uh, uh, they do paper magic. <laughs> that guy probably gets killed. I guess we never see him again. Yeah, he yet. just—he's yeah. either dead or in jail. His life is ruined. There, there, yeah. are a few, there are a few cuts in it that kind of visually imply that he just gets like his head sliced off with a with a piece <laughs> yeah. of paper. He's sure. definitely limp on the ground, no yeah. matter what's happening. Yeah, you can get paper cuts so bad sometimes. Yeah. Regardless I mean, of, of of his fate, he he is in the bodies exhibit now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, meanwhile, in Jeremy's favorite airport. Yeah. So, so they go back and they're like, so book what we tour. have is two terminals connected by a corridor which connects to nothing. <laughs> on the exterior of both terminals, we see planes set up on stands. There's nowhere for people to enter this airport. It makes wonder, no sense. Wonder if there's an underground tram system that goes to some kind of third lobby where the board, where the, the check-in is. And now that, my friend, would be extremely cool. <laughs> <laughs> there's a series of books that you surf into. <laughs> <laughs> I've changed my mind on this airport. I think it's cool now. <laughs> Uh, so Nene has decided to go home. Book tour, a wild success. <laughs> <laughs> Only dozens of people died. And <laughs> she's getting on her plane. And uh, 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 right as she leaves, I think Michelle Chan pulls up and is like, wait, wait, wait. Did I forget to mention the bad guy? His book was co-authored. <laughs> and then we immediately cut to Nene in a 9-11 situation. Yes. <laughs> guy with a gun to her head mid-flight. It's just like, you bitch, you want to write a book? <laughs> He's 
poking her boobies with a gun. Yeah. Yes. It's oh. just I'll weird. shoot your tit off. I'm so mad. <laughs> then she puts her little thingy in the gun like, oop, got your gun. Yeah, like she's going to do a fucking Daffy Duck move. <laughs> <laughs> the gun would explode like a banana pill and his uh, face would be covered in soot. Yeah, his, all... his face like flies over to the other side and he has to like, push it back and be like, you're despicable, you sophomoric Japanese bitch. <laughs> but here's the thing. So we're like, how is she going to get out of this one? And the paper girl is outside the window of the plane, forcing him to shoot out the windows. And I immediately am like... Also not forcing him to shoot out the windows. And when he does it, you're thinking, why are you shooting the windows of a plane? Are you fucking crazy? Well, that's what I was going to say. I'm like, this seems like actually a worse scenario. (laughs) Like less manageable than before. She has the power of paper. Paper cannot <laughs> break through the fuselage of a plane. <laughs> they, they actually, their rescue of this situation makes the situation much worse. Yeah. Because they effectively... They do a terrible job. They effectively completely dismantle this plane from yeah. the outside in, chopping off its wings and subsuming it into the body of a paper dragon. Absolutely absurd. It The, the damage done by one bullet through one window, yes. way cheaper repair than both wings yes. ripped let's, from the plane. Let's be clear. So the terrorist is shooting at her as she dodges... This is the youngest sister of the detective club dodging from window to yeah, window. Yeah, she shows up in the window like that uh, Twilight Zone episode. Yes, like, hello! <laughs> it's me! Also, how strong is this motherfucking paper? It's very strong. What is it, It's in the form plot? of a dragon. What What gate is this paper? They sprung for cardstock. <laughs> <laughs> we see a massive book dragon following the plane. <laughs> And so she's flopping around and the guy's shooting at her and then she somehow gets in through one of the busted windows and does book jutsu to him and his fucking heart explodes. <laughs> and pro- possibly just possibly just sliced into ribbons by flying paper. Uh, we do not see how this person's end Yeah, is. or she she shoots out a depiction of Charlie Headbow. <laughs> he has a heart attack from the freedom. <laughs> Uh, but in the process, he does shoot the engine of the plane, so that's sending the plane into a tailspin. We're like, oh, no, this is not what we intended for our book tour. And But then that's where we find out the other two sisters are in the plane engine, holding onto it, spread eagle, just in front of the engine. Yeah, I don't really understand how this is working. No, it looked very dangerous. And yeah. then they rip the wings off and then make new wings out of books, <laughs> as one does, yes. and yes, flies it on home. You know how books will help you soar. (laughs) Good point, Katie. Books will help you soar. This whole thing is a a metaphor. It's not a badass, nonsensical uh, anime action show. It is a metaphor for the power inherent into books and reading. The books is a metaphor for books. Yeah, <laughs> you see. Yeah, with books you can you can travel great distances and never leave your home. <laughs> uh, the last note I had was paper dragon, so I think that's it. They so bring yeah, her it home. Crashes and that then guy. there's a guy, the guy from the beginning with she, the pen in his mouth. She, she meets her up. vape boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a very uh, cowboy bebop shot, and then the other two girls land on the ground. They're like, mm, "Let's go book shopping," and I'm like, "Yo, you're." Should be arrested. Yeah. <laughs> also, haven't you had enough of books? <laughs> why don't you What's go? Fucking wrong with you. Why don't you go watch a flick for once? <laughs> Catch a fucking flick. I will say, Jesus Christ. Speaking of the Cowboy Bebop, the soundtrack to this whole ending sequence with the book is was actually pretty good in like a, a fake like James Bond yeah. Uh, yeah. style like guitar riff, and then but also with like the Yoko Kano uh, bongos going nuts in the background. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Yeah, but it is the kind of show where you watch it and you think, I gotta leave this fucking vape boyfriend for some hot detective sisters. <laughs> well, she has that girl in her locket who I guess is a paper bender. What's yeah. Because yeah. she, oh right, she has a locket at one point. She shows the detective sisters after she finds out they can do book jutsus. And she's like, "Do you, have you seen this bookish girl from the OVA? And, and they're, they're like, like no. no, actually, no relation. It's a new show. Keep watching. <laughs> 26 episodes, a lot of new twists coming. <laughs> Even if you were a fan before, you'll like it. If you weren't, check it out. <laughs> yeah, they like lean forward to the locket and are like, no, that property looks intellectually distinct from this one. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot to offer. And yeah. that's Read or Die episode one. Let's wow. rate and review. All right, out of... Seven 
Dragon, dragon balls. balls. <laughs> We're just doing Dragon it's Balls still, now. It's still Dragon Balls. Katie, out of seven Dragon Balls. I thought that was pretty fucking cool. Uh, six out of seven. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. it. It was like a complete story. I actually, I like, this is a great example of something we could talk about on the show, but also be like, I have an idea of what the show is. Mm. Yeah. Like, I am interested to watch more. Probably. Okay. Yeah, I'll probably watch more It was more fun. Uh, Chris, I'll, we'll oh, do and it's next. super gay, and yeah. it's gay, and it's gay. Yeah, two Big balls boss. for being gay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd say. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like I've not been watching as many bad, nonsensical anime pilots as you guys, so maybe mm-hmm. my standards are a little lower. And also because I was expecting the original thing, which I still loved, even having not seen it for for a long time. I don't know, like five, five or six animation was pretty good. I was glad that the uh, the, the paper magic kicked in. Honestly. I think I just really like the idea of of bibliokinesis. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool, right? You it's don't fun, love the show. Gimmick, you love yeah. the idea of the show. <laughs> I'll try. Yeah. Maybe I'll try to watch more and meet the show where it is. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, do you have a rating? Yeah, you know what it is. It's seven out of seven. It's got to be seven out <laughs> of seven. What an unbelievable this show! This is the only I show we've watched. So happy with I it. Tried. That was self-contained. <laughs> okay. Automatic well, luckily, we seven. Have six minutes of airtime. <laughs> All right. Well. Incredible and no feature. Emails. And now we gotta summon the eternal dragon to talk about books, I guess. A bookish Shenron! Turn the page, y'all book Shenron! Shenron, would you say you turn the page and then you wash your hands? Ooh, classic. Ooh, classic. <laughs> <laughs> Say, book is Shenron. What what are you uh what are you reading? Well, I'm pushing my glasses back from the edge of my snout. And I'm telling you about the latest James Patterson drill novel. <laughs> <laughs> Wherein Bill Clinton goes missing. And somebody's gotta find him. Is he that book? I haven't seen it, but who, like, who, who has to find him? I don't know. We're not, I just started the book. <laughs> I read so many of these things. It's hard to tell what one ends and the next begins. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy, do you have a literary wish for Shenron? I wish for another fun IRA book to read because I had so much fun with the last one that Alex and I read together. It was, it was a fun time. I'd like Ugh. to read another one. But I recommend you to Goodreads.com. <laughs> wow, I'll, ch- I'll check out Goodreads. What is this, 2005? Goodreads.com. Sharon, you should be ashamed of that poll. Hey, everyone check out Letterboxd. Ever go to Letterboxd.com. Get get the fuck back in your balls. I'm (laughs) done with your ass. Chris, would you like to take uh, take a wish on this one? Classic Speedoid. Bringing down a strong man who loves books. Shenron, I would like to say uh, it was very adorable watching you push up your reading glasses with your tiny little arms. <laughs> uh, can you give me the uh, the strength and fortitude to actually finish reading fucking Dune? Because I get that it is the ideas in it are good, but goddamn, the prose is turgid. I can do it, but I'm gonna touch you. Okay, it's lasting longer than I get thought it would. Get the fuck out of here, Shenron. Go. I don't like bookish Shenron. Get here. lost, bookish Shenron. I have my giant spray bottle. I'm spraying you in the face. <laughs> Get I'm out off, of here. I'm off to bar to find women. Oh. <laughs> oh, we call that a Max Ogle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, goodbye, bookish Shenron. <laughs> flip, 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 flip. <laughs> That's what books be sounding like, y'all. That's what books be sounding like. All right. Dive in. It's a book. It's a book. <laughs> Grab a glass. Stick it in your it's eye. It's literature. Yeah, that's some talk around the water cooler. Hot. <laughs> Let's get lit. Oh, that's what we should have done. Oh, shit. That's good. Uh, oh, that's good. Fuck, it's been there the whole time. <laughs> fuck my ass. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So what time is it? It's 
book time. We could start <laughs> over again, and we could do like a it's lit thing from the start, and then that'll be kind of like the theme of the episode. We'll do like a it's lit the whole time. Oh, and just do this one as a practice. Yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah scrap this is practice. It. We'll just scrap it. We'll just we'll scrap start it. over again. We'll do an it's. I'm gonna lit. light you all on fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. We'll title the episode. It's lit. it's gonna be great. Okay, plugs. Plugs. Yeah, Chris. Listen to uh, Trap a Trap House or Dolan. I don't really care about that. We get enough listeners. Uh, <laughs> listen. Yeah, I just hope our listeners can help Chapo Trap House. Yeah, I really hope that. Uh, really if you hope have that the time, it, for you. it's good. It's a good show. I don't know if you guys have heard of this thing. Uh, they really need some support right uh, now. Yeah. But actually, do listen to and introducing uh, Unintentional Tie In. It is a podcast about books. About music, uh, where uh, you know each each episode we uh, we read uh, an artist memoir or a biography about a uh, musician, and then we talk about them and make fun of them, or also try to find uh, reasons that they rock. It's like a book within a book. It's like a book within a podcast <laughs> within the book called life. An audio book. <laughs> that's right. Yes. Uh, well, I'm sold. Yeah, <laughs> that's fun. Uh, I do I do that every other week. Uh, you can find that SoundCloud.com slash and dash intro dash pod or wherever you download podcasts and introducing ba-ba-bam okay uh, I'll go next uh, check out goodreads.com <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to get it back up into the, the top I do have a profile you can ask me questions uh, I'll tell you about <laughs> it's like letterboxed for books <laughs> The biography of Che Guevara I liked on there or whatever. Um, uh, follow me on Twitter at Patak Jokes. And uh, I feel like I did have a thing to plug, but now it's probably going to be on there later. Just follow Twitter. Good, bad news is a comedy show. Bad news, Cherry it's a comedy Tree show. Bar. Sundays at 7. <laughs> Cherry Tree Bar in Brooklyn. Do you live in Brooklyn? Probably not. Oh, you have a Philly thing <laughs> oh. coming up, don't you? No, I'm going to Boston this weekend. Oh, Boston, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I'm doing a show in the, the North details. Shore, you fucks. It's at The Farm Bar in Essex, Massachusetts. I'm doing 20 minutes with friend of the show, David Citrick, this Friday, December 6th. Oh, so if a- you live in the North Shore, <laughs> boy, is this a plug for only you. <laughs> Please come see me. Yeah, how far it- is that from Braintree? Um, probably around 40 minutes, but okay. I will be doing some shows in Boston proper on Saturday, it sounds like, so Is check out that. Is there a height that. requirement for that show? Because you and Citric are two very tall gentlemen. Yeah, only glasses of water all the way up to the top will be allowed in. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, you can find me on Twitter at Katie Rose, Instagram at oh hello Katie Rose. Uh, two minutes, it's a thing. And, um, those are the plugs. Yep. It's a thing. It's a thing. Uh, find me on Twitter at Jeremy Thunder and check out my new podcast with Bryn Niebuhr from BB Bledis. Uh, we have a show called Generation Loss. We just put out our first episode uh, today. It just came out. We L'chaim. were falling down with Michael Douglas. May movie, your, that movie rips. It's so bad. <laughs> May your first movie. episode be a masculine episode. <laughs> it definitely is. <laughs> um, all right. That's it for this week. Join us next week. Super. Super. Read a book. <laughs>